My first reaction to this scripture today is as if Jesus is saying, nah, 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 nah. I won't tell you because you didn't tell me. But that's just my childish reaction. But um, this, today, uh, this weekend's events um, has really struck me, and, and I think it, it fits with these scriptures, and like to share how I think that is so. Um, I don't know how many years ago, 55, 60 years ago, something like that, I was at my um, cousin's, my aunt and uncle's house in Kansas on the for farm. It's the, the farm where my parents, where my mother grew up and spent most of her life. And um, we were playing cards at night about 11.30. Uh, this was a, a visit to Kansas, and, and I really loved this particular branch of my family. And so we're playing cards, and it was so windy outside, uh, so windy, and all of a sudden, the wind just stopped, completely stopped. And I had read uh, that that when that happens, that's because the tornado's about to set down right there. That, that when it's so windy and then, then it becomes perfectly calm, beware. So I said to my cousins, shouldn't we run down to the basement or something? You know, is, is this a tornado? And they said, ah, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. And um, I think they were just playing with me, but nothing happened. So the next day I said to my cousin, you know, I read... I read that, that uh, tornadoes can come and they can, they can take this house and leave that house. Or they can, they can destroy the ho whole house but leave the bathroom and not one thing is moved. And um, my cousin said, I've got one better for you, Cousin Perry. He said, I heard, I heard of a tornado writing a check and leaving it on the table. I said, you idiots, you know. But... We just saw all these visual images of these tornadoes in Kentucky and in five states. Devastating. The worst I've ever seen that I can recall. Um, one of the tornadoes, they said, uh, spent uh, itself on the ground for over 200 miles. That, that stayed on the ground. It's just almost unthinkable because most come and in a minute or three minutes they're, they're here and then they're gone. Um, but the devastation, the, the towns are just completely uh, broken up into like toothpicks all over the place. And uh, already a loss of at least 60 lives, they believe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I wonder if uh, there's a Catholic priest in the area who's celebrating this Feast of St. Lucy with these particular readings in Advent, listening to the promise, the promise of salvation coming, and how that would hit, how that would hit you your home is in shambles, maybe you lost one member of your family. Where's the promise of God in all of this? Uh, how do you relate to this? Um, and, and then we listen in the gospel to the Jesus preaching and people being so drawn to him, and then these Pharisees are leaders of the people who didn't believe in him or didn't trust in him, said, where'd you get this authority? Who gave this to you? So he turns it back on them. And he really does go, nah, 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 nah. he says, because you, you don't even deserve to hear the truth because of your doubt. So here's my question, because the, the first reading uh, starts out this way, and um, it, it's really, really beautiful the way it says it. The first reading, I want to get the words exact. 
Balaam is there. Um, he's, he's prophesying and telling the people of promises coming. It says, when Balaam raised his eyes and saw Israel camped tribe by tribe, here it is, the Spirit of God came upon him. The Spirit of God came upon him. Yesterday, in the scriptures, we listened to all those obstacles, the obstacles to faith, uh, fear, the spirit of fear, the spirit of ignorance, the spirit of doubt, the spirit of hate and ugliness and evil, the spirit of selfishness. They're, they're, I'm calling it the spirit of because I really think like anything of the spirit, it starts way down deep. Fear isn't just something that pops into our head unless there's a moment of extreme fear like a tornado landing and your building is blowing up all over the place. Yeah, that's legitimate fear. But when people get locked in a spirit of fear or ignorance or doubt or hate uh, or refusal to open their, their spirit, um, bad things happen and they stay locked within ourselves. Now, these people that have just experienced this tornado, they have a reason to be, be angry and hurt and afraid and, and all kinds of other things. But I believe that the Spirit of God will come upon one, some, many, most, I don't know, uh, who will get up and say, I've lost everything, but I have my life. And they'll go on. And the Spirit of God somehow will sustain them. And this is not a superficial spirit. This is something that has to be believed at the deepest core of your being when everything around you is gone, but you still have hope. That's, I think it's a gift directly from God. And I think God has given this gift all the time. But the question is, how open are we to it? So today, uh, in this scripture, and we begin our third week of Advent, uh, we shouted out rejoice. So all our liturgies yesterday, rejoice, be glad, because we see that the end of the season is coming, which is the rebirth of Christ in our lives. And I challenge you and me to open ourselves to that spirit, that spirit of God, and ask for it. And ask for it every day, the last days of this Advent. Oh God, like the, the, the cry of Advent is, come Lord Jesus, come. And that we invited in that Spirit of God. So that when that Spirit of God is poured out all over us and into us, that it opens up the gift of trust and faith and hope and love. And we actually see a rebirth of Christ in our lives in Christmas.